Hello and welcome to episode 38 of the Gamers Without Borders podcast, a podcast about video games, technology, and anything else we can think of. As always, I am Nick, and joining me after a, I believe, five-week absence, it really has been a while, is a YouTuber extraordinaire, uh, Dapper Paper Bag. Hello. Yeah, where the hell have you been? I've been at uni studying, yeah. and there'll be like yes. a ton of people going, oh no, she's back. Why did you have to bring her back, Nick? Yeah, I also feel that at uni studying shouldn't also count because that's exactly what I've been doing as well. It's just yeah. you and I do it differently. Yeah, mine's is like more, hey, let's go out and like film like 50 million things within one yeah. semester. Whereas yours is, hey, let's write stuff. Yeah, although I did write 10,000 words in a week and a half. Yeah, I feel your but pain I... on that. I, had I didn't to, even need to, that's the worst thing. <laughs> I had, We had to do a lot of writing this semester and I wanted to die. <laughs> yeah. So university kids, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, and you've been up to... Always yeah. to. Oh god, yeah. But yeah, you've seemed to be up, you've been to a lot... Up, yeah, you seem to have been doing a lot more than me. Yeah, um, I've been filming interviews for a documentary. I have been running the social media for the documentary. Mm. Which means I've been contacting various different YouTubers, and it's a completely different project now. It's not the YouTubers project. I decided to do that outside of university because I didn't want to have to make it all ticky box. Yeah, I wanted that's... to make it how I wanted to make it. So basically, that's kind of been kept on the back burner until summer, and I'm now working on something that's potentially going to be featured on television. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Harry Potter documentary and basically we just follow fans down to London and it's going to be so cool because I'm going to get to go to the Harry Potter studios and it's going to be my job to do it um, Nice. but we don't know if it's going to be featured as in like full broadcast on television, I think it's just going to be like a little news piece done on us that's that's um, still good If it's still get it, getting you out there yeah. They we've been filming we actually started filming about a month ago. <laughs> yeah. Um we've been filming interviews for it. Um we've also had the Kickstarter running while we've been filming. So nice. like when we go to London we have like extra cash for like equipment and travelling and stuff. Yeah. And we booked the trip to London and I'm also in the same week as going to London, I'm off to Dublin to see Flywheel. Jeez, um, busy week. Yeah, it's on Valentine's week as oh, well. Oh, God. On the weekends, I'm in London. And then, like, on the 15th, I'm in Dublin. And I'm there until the Friday. And then I fly back. So that's, like, three flights. Because we're getting oh. the train down to London. Because yeah, um, Virgin have... Virgin have gave, gave us an offer that we can't refuse. So, yeah. That's fair. I'm not really allowed to say what it is. That's fine. Uh, but we've been Watch Dogs too. I also... Oh, is it good? is it good? I'm hearing positive yeah, things from a lot of people. It is really good, except there's something in the story that happens, and it happens to a character that no one really gives a shit about. Oh. So it's a bit like, well, it that would have worked better if it was this character because you're more emotionally involved yeah. with that character, hmm. and a lot of people will be. People who haven't played it will be like, what? But people who have played it will just be like, yeah, that was a completely fucking stupid move. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to play it in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. So, On um, the whole, I, I've heard good things about it on the whole. Yeah, I also have been cleaning out my PC because oh, that's it was 
chugging it and I don't mean software well obviously software wise it gets cleaned out every day but yeah. um, actually <laughs> opening it up and cleaning oh, it oh was it full of dust and stuff it wasn't actually as dusty as what I thought it was going to be so <laughs> yeah um, but yeah I like to clean it every so often and yeah. I have I didn't actually go to the viewing of my community films I put down there that I had the viewing but I didn't actually go you broke the unwritten rule of the show notes. You wrote, you wrote something that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, well, I was right when I was writing it. I was writing what was happening in my week, and when I wrote that, I was supposed to be going, but I didn't go because I just didn't want to watch yeah, my films. Understandable. Understandable. <laughs> and, um, yeah, basically, I've been working with Elric, which is a charity, and I've worked on nine different films within the space of a month or less. Crikey! Yeah. Yep. Is it nine or is it six? No, it's six and it's about to be nine. So, yeah, um, I've been working on that with them. And we visited the Sikh temple and we got to meet Trishna Singh, OB, who is oh. a really well-known woman up here. And it was really nice to meet her and she was so nice. She's so cool. Good, good. She actually took my business card. Nice connections. <laughs> I was <just> like, yes. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I've just been busy, busy, busy. What about you? I have been, I've, I've been less busy because, uh, like you, uh, my, my first term at uni is done. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm on my Christmas break now, which is nice. It's that weird thing of the adjustment of going from like sort of the day to day daily grind of being busy for having loads of free time is 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 nice, obviously, but it is a bit of a weird kind of shift. Yeah. Um, yeah. In terms of games, I've not been playing too much because. Like I've been for the past kind of month or so, uh, I'm just kind of waiting on a couple of new games, hopefully over Christmas. So I've been playing a bit of Rocket League, uh, but nothing uh, really major to talk about. One yeah. very minor thing is because I'm away from uni, I'm my PSN is now working temporarily. So, for example, I know that uh, listener Judge Greg, um, we're now friends on PSN because you probably sent me a friend request ages ago that I couldn't <laughs> reply to. So while my PSN is working, uh, sadly, the likes of streaming uh, isn't an option just mm-hmm. to do with uh, internet quality. And while I know what the problem is at university, it's not that easily fixable. It involves kind of buying a router and trying to bypass internet stuff, which is a bit of a pain. Oh, does it involve, like, changing your IP? Yes, changing yeah. my IP. There's which... a software that does that automatically. Yeah, it's it's a bit... I, it's something I'll look into. It, it kind of depends how much I use it, because it was just ideally I'd hoped while at university to do some streaming stuff. Yeah. Like either personally or for the podcast, it's just a bit of a shame that I wasn't able to do that. Yeah, because we uh, were so yeah. planning to do that. Yeah, we yeah we planned about six months ago <laughs> to do that. But I mean, we so, could. What we could do is we could always, you know, I'll live stream it and you just be in Discord with me. Yeah, we could do. We could. Well, I could certainly do that. Um, yeah, we'll t- we'll talk about that off air. Yeah. yeah. So, like I said, I'm 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 pretty sure I'll get a couple of new games over Christmas because Father Christmas says I've been good. What for games all are you list. hoping to get? Uh, Watch Dogs Two. Uh, as as I've said before, and hopefully uh, F1 2016. I'm I'm really looking forward to getting back into F1 on console because it's been, yeah, it's been, Jesus, actually years since I've played F1 on console because it's not it's yeah. not the same playing on PC, especially if you don't have a wheel. So that would be really nice. Uh, and yeah, oh, the other thing we did is um <laughs> just before we started recording this properly, uh, we recorded a little message for our friends over at the uh, Video Game Generations podcast. 
because uh, on their most recent episode, they said some um, some very lovely things about that, us. So thank you very much, Mike and Addy, for that. And I will say that during the episode, Addy manages to nail the British accent incredibly well, like <laughs> far better than uh, John of the One Track Gamers' borderline insulting British accent. <laughs> I've seen that. Oh, that, that's, it's so, so bad. So, yeah, because, it's so funny. But yeah, on their show, they were having a, discu- they were having a discussion about accents and stuff. So we've uh, just sent them a brief message. So, Mike, if you're listening to this, by the time you're listening to this, you should have an email from me with that nice little message. So hopefully that'll... Yeah, you should, you should listen to those guys if you haven't done so already. Yeah. Uh, I, touched, I touched on them last week. They're a really great podcast and sort of the the dynamic they have is very different to a, num- a number of other podcasts. Yeah, and they're very, you know child friendly so it's a yes, family friendly yeah. podcast yeah which yeah you certainly can't do with this we have an explicit rating on itunes <laughs> for a reason explicit we're like the possibly the like the least like explicit people that i know but yeah yeah but no but i still would never take that tag off because yeah i wouldn't either like i it's better <laughs> to have that tag yeah it's better to have that tag and not really use it than not have that tag and then people yeah. go well you you aren't appropriate but yeah, I've really not been up to much. I'm probably I'm going to be a re- I'm going to be boring as hell on these podcasts until after Christmas, and then after Christmas I'm going to be busy again. So it's just going to be going. Oh, I'm busy. So yeah. that's that's a lovely insight into my life. But there I feel we are. your pain. Yeah, but so, on the upside, yeah. Sorry. So how many years left have you got of uni again? Uh, well, I'm in my second year at the moment, so I've got the rest of this year and then one more year. Oh, do you only do three years? Yep. Oh, I wish that was the case. Here. I have to start planning for my dissertation next term. Oh, I feel your pain. Actually, yeah. I didn't choose a dissertation, so I don't know your pain, but... It's going to be like 18,000 words. It's going to be... <laughs> I just, yeah, just no, no just online, just no. <laughs> but enough of that, enough of our, yeah. of our wailing and our, how bad our lives are. Thankfully, we have got a good few bits of gaming news this week. Uh, so, first of all, we've had some uh, Nintendo Switch uh, news has come out. Uh, there's kind of one has been a bit more widely reported than the other but first of all a, f- a few games have been confirmed as Switch titles uh, for example there's a game called Season of Heaven uh, which will come out in 2018 quite surprisingly it will run on uh, Unreal Engine 4 mm-hmm. which at least gives us some indication that um, the Switch will be quite powerful certainly a step up uh, from previous games and then there's a few other sort of um there's a few other games I've not really heard of, but we're, uh, it's also expected to see ports of the uh, successful game Stardew Valley, mm-hmm. as, as well as the latest version of The Binding of Isaac, which is called Afterbirth Plus. It's kind of another yeah. re-release of that with with all the um, kind of extra extra content. But most inter- interestingly of all, there's a rumour that um, it will have a virtual console for GameCube games. Yeah. So obviously, the virtual console uh, has been a major part of previous um, previous Nintendo consoles, uh, like you've always been able to get like NES and uh, SNES and N64 games on your Wii and your Wii U. So I think it's good that, that they've now got the power they can emulate uh, GameCube games. I just mm-hmm. hope they don't kind of make the mistake that Nintendo often makes, where quite often when you jump from console to console, you have to rebuy the same old classic games because oh. nin- Nintendo doesn't have like a codified online account system. Yeah. So if if you want to play like Super Mario the original Super Mario Brothers, you have to buy, you look, and you have like a Wii and a Wii U, you'd, you'd have to buy it twice because Nintendo just wouldn't be able to know that you've already bought it. So I'm a, yeah, I, <laughs> a lot of people are hoping Nintendo improves their online infrastructure. Yeah. And ever ever since they brought in, I believe it's called Nintendo Network ID. Yeah. It's. I don't have much experience with it, but it does seem to be getting better, which at least is nice. 
Um, so yeah, I've, for and for a lot of people, um, and there's there's a lot of major GameCube games that a lot of people uh, really ride home about, and really love. So if if this is the case, I think I think that's going to be good. And like, I I'd love to I'd love to be able to play the Wind Waker. Like I know mm-hmm. that got that obviously I know they got a HD re-release for Wii U, but it'd be really nice to play that and and, and other other games. So we'll yeah we'll keep you uh, updated about that if that gets officially confirmed. Next on the next on the list is something that. That's annoyed me, and we will talk about in more depth a bit later on in our discussion topic. Uh, but Ubisoft's upcoming kind of pseudo medieval sword fighting combat game, For Honor, it's been announced that it will require a constant internet connection. So even in the single player campaign stuff, you will need an internet connect- connection for the game to run because it argues that there's like there's like crossover and leaderboards between multiplayer stuff and single yeah. player stuff. Which yeah, we'll get into this later, but I think that's really stupid because. It, it really does. It really does hamper uh, a lot of people if their internet connection is not hugely, yeah, not hugely strong. Which, yeah, it's. I I, I say this a hundred times, but go back to the PS One, PS Two generations, and games consoles worked fine, yeah, um, without being constantly connected to the internet. So I don't see how like developers have seemingly got so dependent on um on this that yeah we can't seem to have a game out nowadays that doesn't have some kind of internet element to it now um, I can understand why they do it because of if you take like the extent of like the file size for like saving the saves of like the game which includes like you know graphics and all that stuff and you know data as to where exactly you were positioned on a map Mm. I can kind of see why they would do it online because you can store it, store it on the cloud rather yes. than on your computer where it takes up all of your space without you knowing it. Yeah, or, um, even, yeah. or even on your console. I mean, because back in the PS2 days, we had memory cards. Yeah, there were 8 megabit, which yeah. seems ridiculous nowadays. Yeah, I mean, I, to be fair, I actually wouldn't mind if they return to some kind of micro SD system of where they saved yeah. onto them and then gave us like 120 yeah. gigs well to be fair that's, what, that's what uh, Nintendo did with the 3DS Yeah. although they have done the thing of if you want to get your SD card out you have to unscrew your console which is just ludicrous that's stupid For some, I've, I've, I think to be honest uh, it, I think it's actually only on the new 3DS mm-hmm. but it's positioned somewhere ridiculous like underneath the battery so you have to like unscrew the back and stuff to get it to change it. So yeah, I and I think yeah, S, S, micro SD is such a versatile yeah. kind of data storage format that I really don't see why. Uh, although to be honest, these days I was reading about this is it's quite easy to uh, swap out the hard drives in a PS4 yeah. and an Xbox One, and and I think they've they've been software updates to kind of make it receptive to doing this. Depends so, yeah. on what Xbox One you have. If you have like the first one, it's very difficult. Uh, you have okay. to go. I think it's like down at the very bottom of the far left. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it's like you have to like properly dig through it <laughs> to get oh, to that's... it. It's really yeah. stupidly placed, but that's that's not good. You can you can get newer ones, which are probably better. Yeah. I just when I don't to be honest, I don't even use my Xbox One anymore. But oh. if I did, I would probably just save onto an external hard drive. Yeah, that's what a lot of people a lot of people do as well. Yeah. But I, I know a lot of people that do do that. So yeah, it's I said it's yeah. As games get more complex, I kind of do see why it's done, like you say. But it's difficult to ignore the kind of 
the sort of practicality side of it that it is quite annoying that if your internet connection is yeah. a bit patchy that it just turns around and just goes, right, it doesn't work. Or if you're like on holiday and you're in like a hotel that doesn't have like internet connections. Yeah. It'd be a bit of a pain. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, on to our next bit of news. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, a greatly anticipated game coming out next year, that, funnily mm-hmm. enough, i kind of forgotten about, uh, has had its release date ever so slightly pushed back uh, in the UK. It was going to be March the 3rd, but it will now be March the 1st. Mm-hmm. But I, I'd actually, kind of, like I said, I kind of forgot about this because I was starting to think about, oh, what games should I look into for next year? Like I yeah. mentioned on the show last week that I need to play The Last of Us, uh, the first one at some point. So that was possibly mm-hmm. going to be on my list for like when I've started to kind of run out of games. But then I realised Horizon Zero Dawn is still a thing. Yeah. And I, I, I like, I'm not going to pre-order like I, but I, I, from everything I've heard seems so positive that unless the reviews are terrible and something goes terribly wrong, I probably will pick that up. So. Yeah, I'm probably going to do what I did with Watch Dogs and catch a couple of streams of it and then yeah. buy it. Although, uh, yeah, for both Dapper's sake and our listeners, remember, it is a PlayStation 4 exclusive. Yeah, which means I'm going to have to buy a PlayStation 4. Yep, <laughs> and you should do it You should do it soon because, as I learned, the post-Christmas sales are really good times to buy I games consoles. I actually can't. <laughs> all my oh. money is taken up by like all of my trips. Damn. I'm not going to be able to buy it until like March. <laughs> That's fair. That's understandable. Yeah. So fingers crossed. I mean, I've been looking at the sales. Well, not really the sales, but like the prices of it now. And for like a PlayStation Four now, it's actually a pretty decent price. Yeah. Is would that is that the original one or the slim? Yeah, the original one. Yeah, the slim's oh. not that much more expensive, to be honest. Well, yeah, it's because because the slim is now as the replacement to the original yeah like they're not they're not a f- you, you can't you can't get the old one directly like from Sony officially anymore you yeah. can you can only get the slim but yeah um, but yeah that's off topic uh, next uh, the creative director of Mass, uh, Mass Effect Andromeda says that uh, gamers should keep their saves once they finish playing the game now this is an intro this actually mm-hmm. is quite a significant statement because uh, players of the original Mass Effect trilogy will know that your saves are sort of carried over between each game. Yeah. So decisions made in the first couple of games, for example, affected the final game. So mm-hmm. while it hasn't been confirmed that there are going to be, officially that there are going to be more games and that Andromeda is like a trilogy, that at least hints that there's going to be some kind of future game. So he is saying, just keep a hold of your saves because one yeah. day there may well be but he's like if you actually we'll include a link as always and if you read the article he's still being very cagey like as sort of higher ups always are in these situations of of saying I'm not officially saying there's going to be more <laughs> games just don't get rid of those save files yeah yeah um, oh one yeah. yeah one thing I want to touch on very briefly we, this isn't in the show notes is that Super Mario Run has come out oh to, what's that that is the uh, Mario uh Nintendo made Endless Runner game on mobile uh, that's uh, at the moment just out on iOS. It will become out on Android in uh, in the new year. The kind of the thing that's a couple things have uh, caught the headlines about it. First of all, is that while there are absolutely no microtransactions, mm-hmm. the game is I believe six ninety nine or seven ninety nine. So it is quite expensive, but that is like a wholly one off payment. Once you do that, that's it. And you can also you can get like a free demo of it. But the other thing that's annoying some people is, funnily enough, that also requires a constant internet connection. That's bullshit. Which, in a mobile connection, is equally annoying because, yeah. like, if your Wi-Fi drops out and it starts to use mobile data, you could end up being charged. 
But um, on the whole, I'm I'm saying reviews of it are quite good. Like most people are saying, yeah, it it's ca- really it's captured that Mario magic and its whole thing of like you play it with just a single finger. So yeah, I so I, I certainly will try the demo when it eventually comes to Android. Yeah, because, uh, the date hasn't officially been confirmed, but it is coming. So I just wanted to briefly touch on that because that's been dominating the news recently. Uh, and I will pass over this last bit of news to you, as you are our resident streamer and Twitch person. I don't really use Twitch that often, but um, basically You, you use happened... it more than me. <laughs> yeah. Basically what's happened is Twitch has created this new, I guess, additional setting, which is AutoMod. And it's kind okay. of a machine that kind of learns how people tend to chat. And you can basically, without like having, say for example, your moderator's like sick or whatever, you can yeah. then turn this on and kind of filter through some of the spam or some of the, you know, abuse or trolling. Yeah. Um, it yeah. tends to look for like, it has like different settings. So it'll be like, the first one's like barely anything. It'll just be like really racist words. And then mm. the second is like, you know kind of racism explicit kind of yeah. stuff and then the third one's like straight out like anything that's like okay totally barbaric that's like making a child friendly and everything that's, and that's... It, i think it's a good thing because yes yeah. sometimes like your mod will be away like getting a drink or you know having basic human yeah. needs and someone will come in and be like, oh, you're this, you're that. And then you can just... I mean, you can ban them, but it's nice to just not see them. Yeah. And yeah, not definitely. have to stop your stream and ban them. Yeah. So it's pretty good in that respect. I haven't streamed on Twitch yet this week, so I haven't mm. put it into use. But everyone who comes into my chat tends to know where the line is anyway, so... Mm. Yeah. yeah, and I think I think it's this is an interesting and unique use of uh, artificial intelligence yeah. in a sense, and I think and I think it's I think it's interesting, and I'm from a from a purely technological perspective, I think it'll be interesting to see where it goes and how it su- successful it is. Yeah, I mean, I have noticed that Twitch have kind of upped their game of lately since you know YouTube gaming and other streaming platforms have came out, so yeah. they have had a lot of competitions. So I think this is another way to kind of better themselves and it's yeah i think it's pretty good it's not something that the other platforms have so Mm. yeah it'll be interesting to see how it goes but at the same time for the first few weeks there will be like trolls who will be trying to push it to see how far it goes yeah i I think that's gonna that's gonna be a major thing of people finding the boundaries and way to circumvent boundaries that's i think that really that always happened on any kind of with any kind of automated system yeah i mean remember when windows released that twitter account oh the uh the ai bot yes (laughs) the ai bot that turned into like a (laughs) neo-nazi yes what 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 was its name oh it's called tay that's what it was called tay it was supposed to be a girl Yes, like a teenage girl like, AI. Yeah, she was supposed to be like really nice, and then she turned out like some yeah, of the I, worst yeah, things. I well, because I, I think because I think the whole point of was it was it was reacting to what people were tweeting at it. Yeah. So people then just started tweeting like really kind of what like inappropriate stuff at it. So it would then kind of mirror it. So it just came out with like really bad stuff. So the account's as, like no protecting. <laughs> 
I thought they, I, I thought they pulled it. I thought they pulled it completely. You know the account's still there, but it's just like protected tweets. Obviously, the bot isn't operating it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah, that's. Oh well, my well, god, well. one of them. Oh my god, one of them is really bad. I've just googled it and googled some of the tweets, and Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, we won't we won't say them here, but if anyone's yeah. interested, yeah, the, it's a, the Microsoft's uh, AI robot called Tay. It was in it was in the news for a while, so. Oh my yeah, God, this is I know terrible. it's it's, yeah. To anyway, to drag you back to the realms of sanity, uh, for our topic this week, we will jump back to the idea of things being like always online and like why this yeah. I, this is a this is a real problem, uh, and it's yeah, like I said, like. Oh, good God. <laughs> I just sent you an image of one. Yeah, and I've just read it, and I'm not, repeat- I'm not repeating that. That is... Oh. That is terrible. Oh, boy, that is... I'm not laughing because I find it funny. I'm laughing because I'm so awkward. It is so mm. terrible. Thing, situations like this are proof of like why humanity can't have nice things. Yeah. Like, as soon as, as, soon as a company tries to create a benevolent thing, people yeah. just try and ruin it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah anyway always online like, like yeah. I said like the internet though it has been around for a while has only really been a major part of games consoles in the past generation or so yeah so you, it's it's never been it's 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 not something that's always run with mm-hmm. into with consoles and I think it's weird that they're now so embedded like I I, I kind of myself have touched on this a few times that without uh, my PSN functioning correctly like I can only use like half the features of my PS4. Yeah. Like it's little things like I can't share screenshots to Twitter and I things know. like that just because my PSN's not signed in. Like literally, the only thing the actual base internet connection does is it downloads updates. Like that's it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, yeah, it's it's it seems weird. Like I know you could obviously make the argument this stage that internet and like good quality good quality internet is far more widespread than it ever used to be. But I don't think that's a luxury. I don't think you should necessarily take that as a given and take that as a luxury because yeah. there are going to be people out there that kind of think, well, I want to be playing the latest games, but I don't really have a stable enough internet connection. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, we also live in a country that is well known for having bad internet as well. So yeah, the well. The UK has like one of the worst internet connections. Well, well no, I think... Well, you're not wrong, but I think the bigger problem with the UK is the discrepancy between cities and rural areas. Yeah, that Where, and by the like, fact that they're not prepared to drop open reach as well. Like uh, Google Fiber well, are having to lay open their own reaches, cables down. Well, open reach has been in the news recently because they're separating from BT. Yeah. Uh, for uh, like uh, monopolistic reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, the I can't remember which committee it is. This isn't really interesting or relevant. But yeah, so Britain's yeah infrastructure isn't great, but compared to a lot of other places, it's pretty good. Like people yeah. often say that Australia is known for really bad internet because their oh infrastructure is yeah. not great. It's not great, so yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's kind of you do kind of get the sense that, like, like I say, gaming survived without the internet. Yeah. Yet we seem to be in a situation where it can't survive without the internet now, and it's kind of like why? Like, if 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 it was a case of like there's so much data involved, mm-hmm. then just build in bigger hard drives into the consoles or the ability to swap out hard drives like like yeah. you can now. So it's kind of like there are cheaper, more kind of inclusive ways around the problem. Mm-hmm. 
Like, uh, yeah, I, I, it, it, it annoys, it, it does annoy me because, and yeah, and it's, and I, and I also think, it's, it's a separate issue, but I also think it's annoying that now, uh, the both Microsoft and Sony now force you to pay for online multiplayer. Oh yeah, well, to be because fair, that Microsoft's was always done that. So. Yeah, and that was always what drew me to Sony is that Sony didn't do that, and obviously I know both sides have slightly lessened the blow because they were, both sides will give you free games, and in yeah. some cases th- these have been quite major, like AAA games that are just a couple of years old. But like, it's still a case of I don't want to shell out uh, something in the region of like sixty pound a year yeah. when I'm not really going to use it. That was like me with my um, when I was like trying to decide on what I wanted to get. The main reason I got Xbox One was because I would have the one account across like different platforms. Yes. Whereas like sort of PlayStation, I'm gonna have to fork out like another forty or fifty quid just to yeah, like be able to play online for a year. And I'm just like, yeah, not made the mm, money. It is. <laughs> so... Yeah, it, it is. Really, yeah, when you think like it's a it's a th- it's a three hundred pound outlay for the console. Yeah. And all and all things like that, and it's yeah, it's. It's been said a hundred million times, but gaming is not a cheap hobby. No, it's far from it. Even if you, even if like you bought a console very early in the generation and said this was a console I'm going to keep for five years, yeah, you still, it's yeah. The expense of the games, the expense of the connection, and the expense of like the console as a whole Mm. is just because the. Everything's getting a lot better looking. The prices are yes. going up. And if you notice, you're starting to see a lot of games coming out at fifty and sixty pounds and seventy. Yep. I've seen some games come out at seventy pounds. Yeah, and I I think that certain games that just just naturally seem to hold their value, and I don't know if yeah. it's retailers doing that, but it's like I've I've harped on about this a few times on the podcast. But how is F one twenty sixteen still still like forty five pound? It's not like a big game that has that big an audience that tops charts. Like it's not the latest Call of Duty, which you would kind of expect expect to keep its value. Um, and yeah, it really does. And then, but then you have had some some occasions where the kind of the opposite side. Where look mm-hmm. at Titanfall two. That's yeah. already dropped to I think twenty or thirty pound. Yeah. Whereas that was that was fifty pound at launch, and that was like. That was that's an incredible story because it's kind of playership disappeared within about two weeks. Yeah, I mean, like so, even look at games like it started out not costing that much, like Minecraft. Yeah, and Binding of Isaac's a brilliant example, actually. Mm. I mean, that game, the original game itself, is only like three pounds on Steam. Yeah, and and even and even like the Rebirth edition isn't yeah. that much more. Actually, I just got the Rebirth edition okay. last night. I was playing it a bit. Yeah, because yeah. like I was getting sick of having to use an additional, like plugin or app on my PC okay. to like use a controller. Because I'm one of those people who can't do. I have like no hand-eye coordination. Yeah. So same. when it comes to doing like two things mm. at once on the keyboard, I just no. Yeah. I... <laughs> That's Not that's that. that's always what's put me off it because I kn- I knew a couple of people that used to play it and it looked like a really enjoyable game and I liked the concept but yeah, yeah the fact that you have to use the WASD keys and the arrow keys at the same time that would have just been disaster for me yeah but you can now use it with controller okay that, really that's good. good that they've patched patched in support for that well it's not on the original one it's on um, Reaper yeah okay yeah well, yeah which I think yeah I th- I think most people if yeah if they were new to the game they'd pick up that version yeah. it's only really the the people that sort of have the original might not see a reason to get that addition. 
yeah. but yeah so I yeah I don't think always on always online I understand why it's there and it's like I like that my games con- to some extent I like that my games console is a bit more than a games console yeah. and that it can do things like you can share videos directly to Twitter and stuff so you can be like yeah. oh look at this cool thing I did in GTA or whatever like that side of it is really really cool it's just a bit of a shame that it's it's become such a crutch. Yeah. That yeah, if if you pull if you pull the Ethernet cable out the back of your PlayStation or turn the Wi Fi off, it's a very different machine. Yeah. Or because it kind of does that thing of where they like to apply updates and like stop your router from working from working mm. for a couple of minutes. Which, yeah. Stuff um, like that. Like yeah, it's it's really annoying. But, yeah. So I I I hope it's something that doesn't propagate too yeah. far. Like like I said, it has its place, and I understand, especially like we say, with the demands of modern gaming yeah. and sort of computing in the cloud is is is, is a is a very good uh, system, but yeah. it's problematic to say the least. I mean, if it gave, if they gave us the offline option, I wouldn't be as mad, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, because at least it means you're catering yeah. for everyone in that case. I mean that, and the fact that if, like, say for example. Well, say for example, I wanted to take my Xbox to Dublin. Very unlikely because it's going to be such a hassle. But it's very heavy. Yeah. <laughs> say I wanted to do that, I can then play games in Dublin. Yeah. And you know that'd be cool. But like, there's no guarantee of having Wi-Fi there, so it's kind yeah. of like a waste. Yeah. It's the same with that Super Mario, like run. Mm. It's like online. Well, it's online all the time. That's not really any good. <laughs> At yeah, as, as, especially for as, as I said, especially in a mobile um, sense, because with a games console, you can kind of justify it in the sense yeah. of it's basically going to be in one location. It will probably almost always be connected to the same network or yeah. some network, so it's not a huge problem. But yeah, whereas a mobile phone, you're out all the time. Like, it's yeah, it's it's kind of dumb. I mean, even Netflix has its own like offline mode where you can download episodes and watch them on the go. Yes, right. but although they they literally announced that in the past yeah. like three weeks, so but they've they've done that. That's the thing. They've like made changes yeah. to do that. Whereas like, mm. yeah. Oh, I just but speak. Yeah, and talking of Netflix and a tangent, I should have put this in the what I've been doing. But I got I had my first experience of using uh, Amazon Prime Instant Video. Oh, how did it go? What did you it worked pretty well? I was watching. I compu- I was watching the Grand Tour. All oh, right. Which fun fact has become the most pirated TV show in history. <laughs> But I was I was watching it properly. It's for anyone that cares. Um, it's quite good. It you can tell a lot. They're trying to basically make Top Gear without getting sued. But yeah. it's not bad. I do. It does feel a bit like they've just thrown so much money at it. It's not like you can tell <laughs> in just like the way it's shot and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, so it's not bad. Um, if anyone really cares to know my in depth reasons, you can get, get me on Twitter. <laughs> I just because you mentioned Netflix, I really I should have mentioned it earlier. So yeah, on the whole, always online, kind of bad, but it kind of has its place. Yeah, I agree. I just I like it when it's like to do updates and stuff because it yeah allows yeah. developers like the option of you know fixing their game and stuff. Yes, although I just wish developers would stop releasing unfinished games and going yeah. here's the rest of the game on a day one patch. Although that needs to stop. I do think it's gotten a bit better. But really? Yeah. I count. I literally think every single game I bought my PlayStation Four, I've not been able to play directly out of the box. See, when I've done, see, I, this is where because this is I mainly play on PC. Yeah. So I found that when I got Watch Dogs, I didn't have that much of a problem. Maybe it was because I didn't buy it on day one. Probably. <laughs> um, yes. 
I think I got it like a couple of days after when basically when I played like any new game I haven't really had an issue okay um, yeah yeah I just don't see it as bad as what it was in comparison to like a couple of years ago when like the consoles had just launched and you know Assassin's mm. Creed Unity was a state and you know Mm. All of those that, types yeah. of games were a mess. Well, it's yeah. Well, it's funny as being someone who played Unity recently. Yeah. So obviously, when I got all the patches through, I ended up with the stable version. But because I had a combination of all the patches, it was quite a few gigs. And obviously, yeah. famously, when I had that with The Witcher, so I ended up with like twenty odd gig of <laughs> patches because the game had been out for like a year. So yeah. it was a culmin- It was the culmination of all the patches together in one big thing. I was, specifically yeah. remember your. Um, what's your three number because you messaged me going 19 gigs my dad is going to kill me I think well luckily I think I was no I think I was still at home actually yeah Yeah, you were (laughs) oh that was it and I kept thinking I turned it I kept thinking I paused it because you can still play the games without updating but it just naturally restarts itself in the background as soon as you start the game up so in the end it just popped up being like fully installed and I was like yeah uh, but I, I I survived. I, I, did your I dad didn't not notice? Um, well, um, not not really. To be honest, it, yeah, he's 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 become more lenient about stuff like that because we that we d- we do now have properly unlimited internet. Yeah, and he, he's always slightly wary that we'll have our internet like slowed down if we overuse. But mm-hmm. we've we've that's never ever happened to us, so he's kind of relaxed a bit. Like I I like we we try not to do things like say have three different people all watching netflix or something because that genuinely does slow down your internet but on the whole like i know i know that i can but yeah it's just not annoyingly the one thing that seems to slow the internet down noticeably is if i ever try and stream from my ps4 Uh, (laughs) so that's why i can't do it so which is a real shame so yeah that's that's the genuine sort of technical reasons behind why we haven't Mm -hmm. streamed because i basically i could have done it last year and that's why i did i did all the life is strange live streams yeah um but yeah, that's. And I was really annoyed because I, as I said, I mentioned this last week, but I was really hoping to do some F one streaming uh, when I was back at uni. But sadly, oh. that's probably not going to happen unless uh, they magically unblock the university's IP address, <laughs> which is fun. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, so yeah, uh, we kind of we covered um, all words online. Uh, we don't. Unfortunately, we don't have any uh, community questions this week. It looks like this week's episode is going to be a bit shorter, but yeah. in some ways that's quite nice because uh, I think it was last week or a week before we had a very long episode, so sometimes a slightly shorter episode is nice. Uh, so we will uh, remember you can follow the podcast on Twitter at GWBpod. You can email us at GWBpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we have a Discord. You can find us there. You can follow us on Snapchat at GWBteam35. Uh, you can find me personally on Twitter at another GMG blog. Uh, you currently have a, a very narrow window where you can find me on PSN as Merciful <laughs> underscore Fate 497. So do it now. Do it fast. Uh, and you can go find my blog at nickpjenkins25.wordpress.com. Dapper, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Dapper Paper Bag. And yeah, just Google me. Yeah. And the exciting news is, listeners, is that next week is going to be our quote-unquote Christmas special. And it probably won't be Christmassy in any sense. No, because I hate Christmas. Yeah, I like Christmas, but... <laughs> I have no idea for any kind of Christmassy feature. Do you know what I like? I like the build-up. I don't like the day. Really? I oh. hate the initial day. I just... Oh, it's torture. Wait a second. I have, I, I have four words for you. What? Doctor Who Christmas special. <gasps> oh, 
See, this is when I wish we were recording like the day after Christmas, because then we could have just spoke of it. Oh shit! We... Yeah, we could have because yeah, listeners. For those who don't know, next week's show will be recording on Christmas Eve, and then it won't yeah. go out until Christmas Day. So that will be the gamers of that board is Christmas present to all of you. Yeah, we'll try and we'll try and be happy. <laughs> we'll try and be festive. Depending yeah. on which what depending on which one of us is editing, we might put some like stock Christmas noises in there. <laughs> just like little jingle bells and yeah, put jingle we'll put jingle bells in the, in 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 the, in the music somehow. Oh, that'll sound that'll sound weird, and then, and then we'll probably get and then we'll probably get pulled for copyright infringement anyway. So look forward to that. Our in no way Christmassy Christmas special. Yeah, yeah. So have fun with that. Um, but yeah, that just about wraps up uh, this week's show. Uh, thank you very much for listening to us everybody and we will see you next week goodbye